2: is that enough of a jet intro for ya? welcome to another episode of love that album regular host morris is taking a well-known break from one of his 50 podcasts that he is recording today so it's me david blom filling in at the studio here at love that album headquarters and for this album i've chosen one that will split the audience right down the middle i believe it's either a love or a hate job i'm talking about jet's 2003 debut album get born for some it's a modern classic for others, it's a big load of CTRL-C and Control v to many acts in the 60s and 70s, and not necessarily the best bits in their minds. For mine, this album's in both camps. What I really love about it, however, is the obvious passion for their heroes that the Jet Boys have. This album is also great for playing at parties and just rocking out to, and not thinking too deeply about.
1: All Time Top 10
2: So, who were, and now are once more, Jet? Jet are a band who hail from Melbourne, Australia, and have consisted of lead guitarist Cameron Muncie, bassist Mark Wilson, and brothers Nick and Chris Chester on vocals and rhythm guitar and drums respectively. Jet took their name from the Wings song for the same name, wanting something short, to the point, memorable, and that would show up big in festival ads. The Jet guys were, and Uh, still often to this day to be seen turning up to local gigs around the pubs of Melbourne. But they struggled early on to get gigs until seminal Melbourne punk rock act The Specimens gave them a support slot at the Duke of Windsor Hotel. Here they worked hard at improving their songs and show. The band released their debut EP called Dirty Sweet in 2002 on the Rubber Records label. And this was then re-recorded and re-released in 2003 on the Elektra label. All four songs on this EP feature on the Get Born album, and it is instructive to hear the difference, the budget and production philosophy between the two CDs, Dirty Sweet and Get Born, make when you listen to the same tracks. The Dirty Sweet EP for mine has a grittier feel to it. Record companies on the back of the success of The Vines, subject of my previous episode on this podcast, were looking for more Australian rock artists to export to the world. Jet were discovered, and they really did fill the brief of having that classic rock and roll sound that was so familiar. Jet ended up playing in support of the Rolling Stones in Melbourne and then in the UK, which gave them a big bump in terms of their name and sound recognition amongst audiences. The album Get Born itself was recorded at Hollywood Sunset Studios where the Rolling Stones had made Exile on Main Street, the Beach Boys had recorded Pet Sounds. The group worked alongside Brooklyn producer Dave Sardi who also mixed the album. Sardi had uh, been famous most recently then for his production work with both the Dandy Warhols and Marilyn Manson. With their Electra deal... Jet got to pick their choice of producer So they handpicked Sardi to produce the record So we'll walk our way through the album Get Born After this ad break
1: Top 10 cheesy love
0: songs This song showcases everything that is awesome about Journey Bombastic, tailor made for the arena Everyone's got their lighter out Steve Perry's got his beautiful mane of hair And he's singing about being on the road
1: Top 10 rock trios.
0: Dinosaur Jr., Jay Mascus, and Lou Barlow, and drummer Murph. The loudest band I've ever yeah. seen, by the
1: way. Top 10 songs about the devil.
0: My number 8 is not the greatest song in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tribute. Fair uh, um, this is Tenacious Gene.
1: Top 10 Breakup Songs What's your number four?
0: I gotta do um, The Replacement's
3: Answering Machine Nice! Not only is it about the distance, he's using the distance as a metaphor, you know, sort of like where it's like the, the relationship's got to a point where he's trying to connect with somebody and the extent
0: of the communication is leaving a message on your machine
1: Top 10 Rock Wordsmiths
0: Randy Newman, in a lot of his songs he plays like a narrator, but the narrator in these songs
3: tells stories, but the narrator doesn't always tell the truth or he has kind of a skewed version of
2: the story. That's a human foible. That's what we tend to do.
1: Top ten sports anthems. Little ditty
0: called Jump Around. Yes, easily like twenty to thirty thousand students jumping up and down at the same time. It is awesome.
1: Number ten. With your host Ben Eisen, all-time top ten.
2: The opening track of the Get Born album, Last Chance. A big rocking intro hitting the air count nice and early. Jet does that a fair bit. A mix of vocals between Chris, who's playing the drums during the verse, and Nick during the chorus. The marching drum beat that Chris is banging out is very insistent. It's a short 1 minute 53 worth of blasting. The chorus itself has a big woo vocal that reminds me of my Shrona. My, my, my. Woo! Whoa! and early on in the album we're going straight to the big hit Are You Gonna Be My Girl this song has had comparisons made to Iggy and the Stooges' Lust for Life also uh, Screwdriver by The White Stripes Iggy was asked this himself by the band themselves whether he had any problem with the track Iggy stated that he had no problem that him and Bowie were themselves ripping off the Motown sound And the Jet Boys themselves say that Are You Gonna Be My Girl has more to do with, say, You Can't Hurry Love than it does for Lust For Life. This song has featured in many commercials. It's been used for marketing iPods. Interestingly, the device that has probably done more to kill off the record industry than any other. This song's featured in the NFL 2004 Madden video game, Guitar Hero, and it's featured the 2006 animated film Flushed Away and the 2008 film What Happens in Vegas. While it's not their highest charting song, it is the one that has sold the most copies. It went to number one of the Triple J Hottest 100 countdown in 2004, which is essentially a listener's choice for song of the year for the youth of Australia. It's their signature tune, and it just happens to tick all the right boxes. It gets people up, and onto the dance floor. So one,
1: two, three, tap my hand and come with me because you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. I say you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? Big black boots, a long brown.
2: be my girl get born like a lot of albums has its hits right up front and early on in the cd and so too with track three being the second hit rollover dj it has a very much a taking care of business by backman turner overdrive feel to it the keyboards on this song are provided by the legendary musician billy preston who's the beatles only credited co-artist on the track get back he also played with Rolling Stones and Eric Clapton. Dave Sardi, the album producer, had the idea of getting Preston playing on the album, and the band couldn't believe it. They th- thought he was joking, but he said, no, Billy's in LA, let's give him a call. So they sent him a few tracks, and to their benefit, he agreed to come down and play on this record. So, Roll Out, Roll Over DJ, track three on Get Born. We The hits keep rolling out at track four, Look What You've Done. It's a Beatlesque song, for sure. It sounds very much like Sexy Sadie, or a bit of a sound like Oasis's Don't Look Back In Anger. It's Mark Wilson playing the piano on this song. It's the first of five ballads on this album, and it's their highest charting single ever, which reached number 14 in the Australian singles charts. Take it away, boys.
1: Take my photo off the wall if it just won't sing for you Cause all that's left is gone away and there's nothing there for you to prove
2: Get What You Need. Some say it's a rip off of If It Feels Good, Do It by Sloan, but it's far more a rip off of Get Ready by the Temptations. Dang, they must love their Motown records. This song featured on the soundtrack of the hockey video game NHL 2004, meaning that in a 12 month span, this Aussie band had dominated two of the USA's most major sports games. here yeah. yeah. we six move on a bit of pink floyd's wish you were here mixed with wild horses by the rolling stones one of four songs on the dirty sweet ep that made its way across to get born the others being take it or leave it cold hard bitch and the earlier played rollover dj melbourne guitarist andre warhurst brother of drummer kit who features in rocket science and media personality myth warhurst's brother. Features on both the Dirty Sweet EP and the Get Born versions of this song playing the slide guitar. This appearance for Warhurst led him to playing with James Rain's band, Claire Bowditch, and he continues to play in his own band, Spoonful, and Andre Warhurst and the Rare Birds. Warhurst's sometimes bandmate, keyboardist Stevie Heskett, became the touring keyboard player for Jet, and he co-wrote a subsequent hit, Shine On, before joining the drones. As their keyboarders. Nick Chester was a fan of Andre's band Manic Suede and still can be seen to this day at a spoonful gig from time to time. The song Move On has a lovely dynamic of the brothers singing a tale of moving on from being rejected in love with Warhurst's slide guitar playing a wonderful counterpoint.
1: At 1034 Flinders Street Station Down the track A uniform man I skin I'm a Why would I wanna be
2: there Track seven and the last song of the first half of the album Radio Song is a baby blue by Badfinger Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan? Come Together by The Beatles, I Make Hamburgers by The Whitlams or does it feel like something that David Bowie might have written? This song isn't actually trolling radio, it's more a song of frustration of their early days of not getting gigs or any airplay as a young band. For mine the song has some wonderful music in it, some fantastic verses, a nice sounding guitar solo but I believe that it's let down by the chorus. I'm caught in a trap of my own Hit the halfway mark. It's time for me to take a backward step and to welcome Eric Reanimator. Take it away, Eric, the orchestra leader.
0: I want you, I want you to keep all.
3: Now it's time for
2: an album I love with Eric Reanimator.
1: Hello DD I want Eric the we
3: So, I'm sure somebody's thinking, I know that from somewhere. Well, that is the Finnish band, the Flaming Sideburns, covering Radio Birdman's Man with Golden Helmet uh, as El Hombre de Caso Dorado. I can't speak Spanish any more than I can Finnish. And I'm playing it because the band I'm going to be talking about today is the Flaming Sideburns. They are the premier, in my opinion entry into the late 90s, early 2000s high-energy rock-and-roll scene from Finland. Maybe not as pop or metal as the helicopters, definitely not as dark or as culty as Turbo Negro or not quite ACDC Motorhead as Lucifer. Right there, there's your big four of the Nordic rock-and-roll scene, at least in my opinion. The sideburns were trading more in Sonic's whalers. That would be the Tacoma whalers, not the Bob Marley whalers. Garage Rock, a little bit of the Velvet Underground, definitely some Stooges, all of that kind of mix of stuff that was being explored by those bands at that time. I know that I've spoken before about the Ultra Bimbos. The Ultra Bimbos were kind of the sister band sounds wrong because... I guess a bunch of the Alter Grimbos were dating a bunch of the Flaming Sideburns, but they were matched bands. At any rate, the Flaming Sideburns were unique because of Eduardo, their Argentinian Finnish singer, who definitely has a certain soulful kind of quality to his voice, and that uh, he brings the Spanish. Let's uh, check out some of their songs. ¶¶
1: Some people call me a beggar Some people call me a thief But when you put us all together Somebody's gonna bleed Hey man, how you doing? Tell me, have you seen the weather? I know I'm selling bad George is bad, but Bill is dead
3: I'm realizing that uh, I've spoken about the Sideburns before uh, on the compilation edition at the very least and uh, I might have even talked about an album of theirs before honestly I can't remember I figured pairing them with a band like Jet would be a good opportunity for people to hear kind of what else was going on in the world at the time with that sound, that high energy sound and to hopefully we've grown since the last time I would have talked about them By we, I mean the podcast, and maybe some of the new listeners would be turned on to this band. One of the reasons I'm not talking about a specific album is that they were much more of a singles band in a lot of ways. They had solid albums. Uh, They had problems with them being released in North America and overseas. Uh, They weren't as commercially viable as the rest of the bands in that energy scene, none of which really were given much attention, at least in uh, England and the United States as far as I know. And as a result, they never got the major label backing that a band like The Hives might have gotten. For that matter, there's not a lot of finished bands from this era that seem to have garnered much attention outside of their scene, which is too bad. As far as high energy, Little Richard-inspired, Sonic's Wailers-inspired, 60s garage rock-inspired bands... The Flaming Sideburns were unique within the scene, and they had something special to offer. You can find any of their albums, uh, Save Rock and Roll, Hallelujah Rock and Rolla, uh, Sky Pilots, uh, or any of the compilations of their music. They are well worth checking out. The band has actually been on hiatus for a number of years, but recently, if you follow them on Facebook, they have been playing The Odd Show here and there. I don't know if there's any plans to record, but... Maybe. Either way, they are out there and playing if you'd like to check them out. Let's leave with one of my favorite of their songs. This is Lonesome Rain. Catch everybody next time.
2: Once again, Eric Reanimator for his wonderful album I love segment. We're now kicking on the second half of the Jet Get Born album. And kicking off the second half of the album, it's Get Me Outta Here. It's a bit of an Akadaka sound with the guitar riff very reminiscent of TBI by the Stooges. the bl- plan- Track of the Get Born album, Cold Hard Bitch. Heh <laughs> yeah. heh, at its finest. Another one of the Dirty Sweet EP tracks. It featured on the trailer for Battleborn, Live Together or Die Alone. The opening riff is very reminiscent of My Women from Tokyo by Deep Purple.
1: Gotta leave town, got another appointment. It's bad, I'm a girl, you know I enjoy.
2: Hitting double figures now with Come Around Again, one of the delightful highlights of the second half of the album, really a hint of the Eagles' Desperado, won't you come to your senses for mine.
1: You promised me, you'd always be, when I wake up please come. Promise me, you'd always be
2: Seventh song, Lazy Gun, reminds me of the Eagles' Heartache Tonight, Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll, and the chorus has echoes of my kind of scene by Powderfinger, a song with really different verse and chorus structure, but one that I actually really enjoy very much. the 12th track of this album most people are wondering by this stage could they have shortened the album by a few songs possibly however this song lazy gun is probably my favorite of the second half of the album it has a bit of a different sort of chorus and verse structure with uh, the verses very much reminiscent of the eagles heartache tonight or gary glitter's rock and roll the chorus has a bit of an echoey Um, sort of feeling of my kind of scene by Powderfinger. It's really, really interesting and really trippy effort, this one. 13, and the last one on the first edition of the Get Born album, Timothy, it has a bit of a strawberry feels forever, bit of don't look back in anger type sound to it, a song that rarely gets played live by the band, owing to it being an ode to guitarist Cameron Muncy's older brother, who didn't live beyond infancy, and in fact he'd passed away before Cameron was even born. This song also had a remix done by Timberland which is definitely not to my taste. This version is a quiet song to the memory of a brother that was never seen. Perhaps the deepest track of the whole jet catalogue.
1: Timothy, we found your spaceship Timothy, it's the farthest you've ever flown
2: 14th and final track the bonus track sergeant major this track was added on after the first edition of the get born album was released the band's obviously taken an overdose of oasis and grabbed the drums from when the levy breaks by led zeppelin it's actually a very pleasant way for the whole album to end and it's one of my favorite tracks of the album
1: Cup major and stitch on your hat. You fell out of bed and then you landed in the cash. So what's in your
2: So there you have it, Get Born was the highest selling Australian rock album of the previous decade. It has sold more than six and a half million copies and is certified as eight times platinum. It also went platinum in the UK and in the USA. Above all of that though, it demonstrates the power of youthful exuberance and naivety in rock and roll. It wears its influences on its sleeve with pride and is never contrived or pretentious. Purely and simply, it's the sound of four Melbourne boys in love with the power of rock and roll, a scene that they continue to support to this day. Post Get Born, Jet released another two further albums. In 2006, they released Shine On, and in 2009, Shaka Rock. Both were moderately successful, but not quite the level achieved with Get Born. The members have been involved with several side projects, the most successful being The Rights, a short lived Aussie supergroup featuring Nick. Cramp from Bait, Chris Chaney from The Living End, Pat Burke from Dallas Crane on bass, and Davey Lane from UMI and The Pictures on guitar. Jed back playing again once more, with a Get Reborn tour, playing at the Forum Theatre in Melbourne uh, next month, amongst other large venues. As for this album, it is one that is worth coming back to, I feel. Possibly not to have on constant overplay rotation, but I think it would be good to dig out again in a few years' time. Morris will be back in the chair next month for another episode of Love That Album and I thank you all very much for listening. I shall leave you with a final jet song, one of their later efforts, Shine On. Thank you very much. Catch you later.
1: Please don't cry You know I'm leaving here tonight Before